0: what's up bitches welcome to the first ever episode of the western indian with your host jigil um today i'm going to be talking about dating love family life in the punjabi culture and uh you know we're just going to go from there um first of all dating in the punjabi culture is all over the place right so it's not even just finding a punjabi it's about finding someone that's in caste. So if you're a jut, you know, they want you to marry a jut. You know, if you're, if you're a jut, they don't want you marrying a bummer. They don't want to marry someone of a low caste. Forget a different religion. You got to stay in your own fucking caste. There's discrimination within the whole damn fucking culture. It's fucking crazy. So, you know, there's so much racism in between it. It's like people think less of other people because they're from a different caste. It's, it's a whole bunch of crap. And I saw it when my sister was getting married. My parents were like super... Like, on the cast, I didn't even know what a caste system was. Um, and, the, you know, they're just dropping fucking bombs on you. You're like, oh, no, you can't talk to this person. Oh, you know, I can't talk to this person. And then they, they, they have this question, you know, they f- expect us to focus in school. That's number one thing. It's like, go to school, get a job, okay? You you do that. You get out of school, you're single at 28 years old, and they're like, oh, que se no tu si. This again. And it's like, damn, so you, if we, if our grades went down, it would have been Jutti to the dome. And you're over here saying, oh, why didn't you find anyone? Like, where, the, when the fuck was that going to happen, right? You want us to be a doctor? You want us to be a fucking engineer? When are we going to find time, right? And then, you know, then you have these random cousins that you've never fucking heard of getting married. And your mom's like, oh, remember Preeti? And you're like, no, like, oh, we we'll be It's like, fuck, man. I don't even know who the fuck Preeti is from India. Like, who the hell is Preeti from India? Right? I know Preeti from Toronto. I know Preeti from Brampton. But we don't know Preeti from India. So it's like, you have all this pressure from outside. And it's like, you know, they really expect you to get your life together. And, you know, they try to get you married as soon as they can. And then it's off, you know, off. And then it's also, I think, the older generation of parents, the parents that have come from India and they, you know, they kind of worked here, and then they didn't really kind of get too westernized. They stayed in their bubble, um, and you know, they still have those ideals from back home, and they brought them over to Canada, and they expect, you know, the kids to follow. and And I, I completely understand it, but it's like, yo, it doesn't work like that here. You know, my my parents did like tenth standard, like they didn't even finish school. So it's like, you know, you finished tenth standard, you had fucking twenty fucking years. You you stopped going to school at fourteen. You had fucking 13 years to get married right where like you finish school at 24 25 it's like damn they want you to get married right away so it's, it's, it's a little unrealistic but then you know you kind of start to thinking like what's more successful you know are our love marriages more successful or are arranged marriages more successful and it's kind of funny that arranged marriages are actually more successful than love marriages so i actually saw like uh, a statistic on it but i know that the divorce rate in India is really low, but the reason why I think the divorce rate in India is really low is because, um, the woman I don't I don't know how much it's changed, um, you know, over the years, but from what I know is they don't really have a voice, and you know, the mothers they kind of tell them like even if the guy is cheating on them or the guy is doing whatever, they're like it's okay, like it's okay, don't ruin your family. Don't ruin your family. Stay with this guy. How long is he going to do this for? How long is he going to mistreat you for? And I just think that's, you know, the wrong way to think of things. And But you you can't blame them at the same time because that's what they grew up with and that's all they know. So um, I've come to terms with it, like on specific things that me and my parents disagree about. My sister, my elder sister, uh, she always tells me, she's like, you know, that's just what they know. That's how they grew up. And eventually, over time, you kind of realize, like, okay, yeah, you kind of understand it, you know. Um, they didn't have much growing up. They didn't came from nothing. You get you get married. You have this person. They might be successful. And, you know, your parents don't want to see you kind of go through that because they've probably heard of cousins or family members kind of go through divorce. And their whole, their whole life goes to shit. And they really do say, oh, what about the kids? They think about the kids. They're saying, oh, the kids' lives are fucked. That's really what they they kind of focus on and dwell on. But yeah, so, uh, you know, half of marriages actually fail. So I think it's about 48% of marriages um, fail, like overall love marriages. Um, and when it comes to arranged marriages, it's actually fewer than 10%. So fewer than 10% of marriages when it comes to arranged marriages are actually failing. But, you know, the next question is, but why? Like, why is this the case? Um, I honestly believe it's a controversial topic. Like, like I'm saying, I think it's you know you have that family pressure when it comes to um, our culture and our religion. You know, once your families get involved, everything's like ten times more serious, right? Um, you know, maybe maybe they just are more successful. Maybe it's because you know, excuse me, uh, you spend more time to learn about them. You kind of fall in love with the person you get to explore that with love marriage he's already done that shit you've already done all that crap and then now it's like okay you're tossed into to being with that person 24 7 where arranged marriages is like you're kind of learning about the person it's kind of romantic you're taking them out on dates you're learning about each other so maybe maybe that's the case you know what i mean but i think a lot of the time it is family pressure like you know like even when someone's getting married to somebody else like let's say um Um, Like when my family, uh, one of my cousins got married to an Italian woman and it was like a huge issue. Everyone was like, you know, tripping out, but, um, you know, it's like, what the fuck was I talking about? I just lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Sorry. Fuck. (laughs) I'm losing my mind. But yeah, so it's not even about what your parents think, but they say, Oh, what are other people going to say? You know, what are these people that are going to come to our wedding or your wedding from fucking India that you haven't seen in fucking 20 years, or maybe you haven't seen them your whole fucking life. What are they going to say? You know? Um, so they're so caught up in what other people are going to say that sometimes they, they, they sacrifice their child's happiness. And, um, you know, I think that uh, in life, you do have to be selfish, like, you know, make your parents proud and, and make them happy. And, but, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you get married to somebody, you're going to live with them for the next 50, 60, 70 years. You're going to have kids with this person. You're going to build a future with this person. So I think that choosing your partner is one of the biggest deals, one of the biggest uh, life decisions that you make. And, you know, it should be something that you put a lot of thought into and it's okay to date people. It's okay to go out with multiple people You know, dating helps you kind of understand who you are, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to look for in someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And maybe you don't want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, which is perfectly okay. Like some people have that dream. Some, for some people it's like, damn, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to, you know, live this way. But for some people, that's not what they want. They don't want to get married. They don't want to have kids. They want to focus on their business. They want to focus on themselves. They want to make themselves happy. And that's perfectly okay because I've seen people in relationships that literally spend and give all their energy to the person they're with. And they start doing things for that person. It's like, oh, well, you know, when I'm when I'm building, I'm building this for you. I'm not just building it for myself. I'm building it for you. And that's fine. Like, you, you know, you use someone as motivation. But what if when that motivation is gone, what happens then? You kind of just drop everything that you're working on and just fall into this depression, or do you continue on? So that's why I really do believe that it's extremely important to, to have a self-identity, even in a relationship, You know, not to rely on someone for your happiness, because uh, at the end of the day, the only thing that you control is yourself and your emotions and your feelings and what you do. You cannot control somebody else. No matter how much you try, no matter what you do, you will never be able to control someone else. They're going to make their own decisions, whether you like it or not, whether, you know, you, you might be thinking to yourself like, Oh no, I, I got my, I got this person on lock. There's not, they're not doing anything that I don't tell them to do, but that's wrong because they have thoughts and they have things and, you know, th- that they want to do. And they'll eventually, maybe you, you, you're good. You got them on lock for, for a day or a month or a week or a year, or 10 years. But eventually, um, you know, that person needs that individuality. And one of the people realize it. That's why toxic relationships usually come to an end. And, um, yeah, that's just how it is. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? I've been in <laughs> multiple failed relationships. But, you know, you gotta, you live and you learn. And you just got to keep on trucking, as they say. You know, keep on uh, moving on legs and keep on getting to a destination. And, you know, God will always help you find your way. So thank you for tuning in for episode one. Um, this is kind of like my first time just kind of solo dolo on the mic. Um, you know, I, I want to have guests in the future. So if you guys like it, you know, just do whatever you got to do. You know, share this shit with other people here. And so is love. Peace.